starting the show with a good um. I was like, um, I <laughs> okay, okay, everybody. It's Monday, March 29th. Uh, we're recording right now, uh, 4:49 p.m. Uh, I'm assuming that 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 uh, Jays game is over. Um, I can't oh, confirm. I can't confirm that. I think it was like 15 to seven or something ridiculous when I last saw it. 13-7 final. There you go. There you go. That game to me, I don't know about you, David, I kind of, I was paying pretty good attention for about two innings and it just had like the, it had this sort of energy, the excitement of me like walking Bruce at 9am on a Saturday when I've been drinking all night on Friday, just this kind of like gloomy, depressing, like there's no energy like it was, it was grim. Did you get that just sense for, at all? Just for clarity, for anybody out there, Bruce is Jacob's dog. <laughs> <laughs> anybody who hasn't listened before or heard him say that, that could, that 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 image could have gone a whole different way. Uh, yeah, I definitely was tuning in and out. I I listened to the first four innings. I would say three innings on a run. And it wasn't really grabbing my attention. I mean, I'm really in the spot with spring training right now, where as soon as the regulars go out, I'm done. Yeah. And I got no interest in anybody who's not in the starting lineup. And I I kind of was thinking I would have a different feeling this spring training about that because of how excited, you know, how great the farm system supposedly is and all that. And it's still, it's still not exciting to watch these guys who aren't big leaguers play baseball. It's, it's when somebody's like a, a top prospect and you haven't really got to see them, but you've heard them spoken about a lot. It's a whole other kettle of fish when it's somebody who's going to be a major league journeyman at best and yeah. you're watching them just sort of get a moment with team in spring training. That's that tough. Yeah. And I don't remember in the past if that was tough as well. I think it's always been tough for now. Because I'm also so excited for the season to start. And yes. I want to see the season start. I need it. I want it. I want everybody to be healthy. Does not look like that's going to be the case. But I'm ready. I'm I'm so ready, and I, I I was starting to think like maybe there's some method in the madness of not letting us see all this spring training games, you know, like kind of like keeping our interest peak. Like I can only imagine if I like how little I would care about these games if I had watched all like 28 of these spring training games. You know, maybe having only yeah. 10 on on the broadcast is actually a good thing for us. Yeah, it's funny how it starts out, and we're like, "Fuck you, Rogers." Yeah, fuck you, Blue Jays. You don't let us watch these games, and now we're like, "Thank you, yeah, thank you for saving us from all these games because they are tough to watch." They are, but uh, you know, we got some news going on today. People are fingering, finding out who's who's fingering, who's who's <laughs> fingering out. They've made the rosters, uh, the opening day rosters. Some exciting. Um, news for guys like Jonathan Davis, who's making the team for the first time because George Springer's injured. Um, so good for him, not good for George, not good for us. Just, although, you know, I like Davis. He's looked great. He's he's hitting the ball with a bit more authority this year. Yeah. 
Um, he's fast. He's super fast. He's exciting. Great on, the on base defense. Pass. You yeah. know, he's like he's he's the best defensive outfielder we have. Yes. Would you Would you rather have him on in your... George Springer? Yes, in the starting <laughs> lineup. Yes, absolutely. You could you could keep Randall Gritchick or you can keep Jonathan Davis. Who you, who are you taking? And I just have to go uh, sight unseen. I can't watch like a few games first in the in in the regular season. I just have to choose right now. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Fuck. Nah. I take Randall. Ugh. Who would you take? You you take Jonathan Davis, eh? I mean, I've I've been a pretty big Randall fan in the past, but part of me is like, Davis is so great at defense, and all of the all of the regulars, bef- other like Guriel, Hernandez, Springer, their best thing is offense. So having one guy who's their best thing is defense doesn't seem like a bad thing in your fourth outfielder. But you know, it's- I totally agree. I also think because this lineup is so good, a guy like Jonathan Davis is going to get a lot of fastballs. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Kevin Barker was saying he changed his swing, like took out the leg kick, and so it's just bat to ball. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, who else? Who else made the uh? Yeah, TJ Zoik made TJ the Zoic. Uh, rotation. Zoik. Then he uh, said thank you by getting shelled today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Rowdy Telez, I guess that was <laughs> that was news that he got to. He found out he made the team. I don't think anyone was concerned that he wasn't, but uh, he said thank you by depositing a ball outside of the park today yeah. in Philly, which I, which I loved get that average over 200, but so it's good to see him hit bombs. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the story of the spring has got to be Vladdy, right? He, he just, for me, it is. I can't tell if I'm biased on that or not, but I mean, he finished spring. Did he, he must've still finished over 400. I think he, what happened I think today. he did. Yeah. He finished over 400, 10 RBIs, bunch of hits, couple dingers, just He's got frozen the... ropes, man. Like yeah. just laser beam home run the other day. Love that. Love What's that. really exciting is they start the series season in New York. Not that it's like a, it's better for right-handed hitters, but it's still, I think, a lot easier to hit home runs in New York than it is in Dunedin. Hmm. Interesting take. I don't know about that, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna believe you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta waste any time arguing about that. No, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know what the wind is like. What the? I don't know either, Jacob. I'm just saying shit. We're okay. just killing time before we get into the meat of this thing. Hey, everybody, you know, you know what's coming. I guess you've seen the title by now. We're doing, we're doing over slash underdogs today. Yes. Yeah. Jacob they, came up that title right before we started. Just felt right. I did. I was in the shower. It came to me, and I was I was feeling pretty proud of myself. <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face when he told me. He just had a little smug look, and then he took a very direct sip of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, should we just should we get into it? Is there anything else you want to say about this 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 day? This this. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the wind patterns in Chicago. Now let's get into it. Okay. Um, so yeah, without further ado, this, this year's uh, um, over slash underdogs. Uh, I, I just want to say, I killed it last year, right? 
I, I don't I know think, if we ever verified those. I think, yeah, you did. You went, you went through, and uh, and you were. I, I think I I won basically by like going under on everything that you came up with for Vlad. Well, just to say, anybody who didn't listen, it was a specific COVID nineteen, so it was over under nineteen. So it was sort of hamstrung with like the the, the number. <laughs> so I made some pretty bold claims, like Bo would get more than nineteen steals. <laughs> In a 60-game season, yeah, you know, didn't come close. But to be fair, he was injured a bit. Uh, he, would have, to, he would have been a lot closer if uh, he wasn't injured, I'm sure. I think so. Yeah, we're on the same page with that. Yeah. So, David, why don't you start us off? You hit me with the first over slash underdogs, and uh, I'll, go, I'll go second. All right. I don't have a great order for the ones that I've come up with, so let's just jump right in. First one, Jacob. Amount of games for Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in August with the Toronto Blue Jays. 0.5. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're 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 expecting Lourdes Gurriel Jr. to be traded for a pitcher. Am I? I'm not. I'm just asking you, do you think he will be? You've gotta you've gotta give the answer and you will be held to what you say. I'm not saying that I think he will or won't be. I'm gonna say um, the one where he isn't traded, so, so it's over. That's that's. You, I'm you going with the so. overdog. Yeah. Because, now, to be fair, this could be. Uh, you could be wrong, and he could still not be traded. He could get injured. But we do both agree at what the angle of this question yeah, is. Yeah, I can about. tell what you're going for here. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think they're going to hold on to him. I think they've got enough uh, prospects. Lower tier guys are going to be selling selling a, a future a little bit further down the line to to the Reds or to the Cubs when they get Hendricks or Castillo or whoever their, whoever their big target is. So, yeah, know, I'm, going, uh, I'm going with the over. You? More injuries that uh, keep happening. And, you know, like we said, if Jonathan Davis starts mashing, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to be a contrarian to you. I'm going to say I'm going to take the underdogs on okay. that one. Lourdes Gurriel will not play a game with the Blue Jays after the trade deadline. Okay. I like that. Um, and so I'm, I'm just imagining the lineup construction there. Does Teoscar have to go into left field in that situation? Or is Grichik in left field? Because I don't I can't, know, I've never I, it's hard Grichik to keep track of where Hernandez's issues are. <laughs> like you can play like oddly center field, which should be the more difficult one, but yet he can't play left field at all. And yeah, he's like, you know, somewhat marginally better in right field. Yeah, I think you you've really nailed the scouting report there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bang on. Um, okay, let's go with let's go with my first one here. And I just wanna I'm just gonna let everyone know before we get into each of mine. Mine are a little bit, you know, uh, out of left field. Maybe a little bit of a curveballs coming coming in what here. Jacob's, with my... uh, what Jacob's saying is he smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, my first one here for you, David, is number of games Bo Bichette will play with a grown-out beard at point five. Now you'll notice in this year, last year he's got so, he's got scruff. Now it's always like a very like. But how like do a, we define what the grown-out beard is? I'm talking like he's grown a beard. You know, like it's like but it's someone could say now that he has a beard. Or yeah, but I'm like. Not, I'm talking about a grown out beard. I'm talking about like it's like beyond like so right now we could say like 
he's probably like he probably uses a trimmer maybe like a 0.5 or a one every couple of days right he keeps mm -hmm. himself clean he he's got a look you know it's uh i'm, I'm talking about like whoa bo's bo bo grew a beard I, I think he would do that if he, I don't think he's at the place with his facial hair where it would fill out to the way that he would want it yet. So I'm going to take the underdog on that one. I okay. think, I think once he's ready, he's going to give it a whirl, but I think that'll be like in uh, maybe season is maybe like his fourth, fifth season where he's starting to look a little older. He's gotten a little thicker and then he's got that sort of <laughs> nice grown out man beard. Yeah. But I'm going underdogs on uh, this year. Okay. I the the reason I brought it up is because I was looking at the beard yesterday and starting to think he it is looking like it's ready to grow out. It's looking thicker. It's looking less patchy. It's all it's all coming together, and that's why I thought well, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll take it out. <laughs> I think it'd be a pretty cool look for him. You know, grow out the beard a bit longer, have the longer hair. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not against the look. I think it would be a great look. I'm just where where my um, um, pessimism lies in that is the mustache area right okay okay uh all right i didn't i didn't say my i guess you could, we can imply that i went in the oh, over sorry. i'm just hoping yeah. that he'll i'm hoping yeah. that he'll he'll so i'm gonna go over 0.5 games uh with with bobichet with a with a grown-out beard okay okay <laughs> <laughs> What you got for us next, David? All right. Here's the next one. It's a sort of a two-parter because there's two players involved, but not really. Okay. okay. Number of starts for the Toronto Blue Jays in 2021 for Alec Manoa and Simeon Woods Richardson. We'll put that at 0 0.5 each. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go over for Manoa and under for Woods Richardson. I think um, that's I'm exactly hoping, what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's got to be the play. I mean, they both looked great in spring. I think Manoa looked a little bit better, a little bit more ready. He's older. He he looks dominant. You know, there's a lot of talk that the he doesn't have the third pitch yet. Doesn't have that third pitch to be a starter. But um, you know, September, August. Even. Do you need a third pitch to be better than Tanner Roark? Do you need two pitches? one pitch good enough <laughs> i don't know if you might not need any pitches to be better than tanner um all right so we're both the same on that one yes we are both the same okay um my next one here what do we got what do we got okay over or under vladdy as all-star first baseman at 0.5 Like starting first baseman? Yeah, buddy. So he starts first base for the American League All-Star team. That's right. You know, it always really challenges me when you make me <laughs> have to confront my love for Vladdy in reality. Um, nope. Uh, so over, I mean, it doesn't really, like one doesn't. I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, one one start for Vladdy in the All-Star game. Uh, over, <laughs> over. He's gonna do it. Oh yeah. Sit yeah. down, Jose Abreu. You're not. You're not. You're not starting. I don't know. I don't even know if he started. I'm assuming that he started. There wasn't an All-Star game. 
Was there? No, there no. wasn't enough. No, there but was he would have—he would have been the the starting first baseman. I'm assuming at, at the for the for the American League at the All Star game last year. I think that's a fair assumption. Okay, I am I am gonna go with the over too. I'm thinking, oh, I that think is it, shocking. I think it's Vladdy's. I think it's Vladdy's year. I think you, he's gonna be an All Star. I think he's you gonna be. Rarely right there. make bets with your heart. I know. But maybe I'm not. Maybe this is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really sold by that dude hitting over 400, and uh, yeah. looking confident, looking ready. I, I I'm into it. I like it. Let's stay on this Vladdy path right now. Okay. And let's let's dream even. And this might be bigger, but this is this is pretty much in the same vein of what you just said to some degree. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 2021 MVP voting race finish 15. So over is that he finishes 16? No, over is that he finishes 14. 14 or better. Do is that listed? I guess that is. <laughs> they have oh, yeah. like 30 they, people. They do top 20 at least. Right. Um. Ooh. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go with the with the over. I think he can. I think he can get ahead of the. the Actually, we, we may be wrong on the over under. Man, whatever it is. Are you saying fourteen or or more than? That? <laughs> I'm saying that he'll be in the top fifteen, and that he'll be yeah. at least fourteenth. Like I can see him being the fourteenth best player in the American League this this year, and and uh, getting some votes getting i think there's a lot there can be a lot of uh, momentum in terms of the narrative you know this comeback this oh yeah down like there's a he's got a lot of talk about him right now when vladdy plays good there's gonna be a ton of love for him Mm -hmm. across the league with ex-players who love his dad yep oh man i i was just baiting you with the 15th i would have even said 10. yeah I might, I might, I don't know. You didn't ask it, but I, I might even <laughs> consider that he could finish in the top ten. Oh, we're really on the same page here, which uh, <clears throat> either you've regressed or I've improved. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Um, let's stay with Vladdy here. I got another Vladdy one here. Vladdy stolen bases at four point five. Over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus he's going to be feeling more, himself. He's going to steal more than five bags. For sure he is. You think so, eh? Oh, yeah. How many did he steal last year? Did he I get any? Know. I think he did. Yeah, do you, don't you remember that like one game where everyone was like laughing because he stole second base in Buffalo and he uh, he just tore off. Right. And the, even the pitcher was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, stolen base. I'm just Googling how many he's... Uh, Vladdy's one of those guys who I think he's faster than you'd think he is. At least I, he looks fast. No, he I doesn't look, you know, fast in relation to, you know, one of the speed demons of the league. He's not Trey Turner. No. But there's been a couple ground balls in spring training, infield ground balls, and he's just he out legs by it a out. step. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or he's he's... It's been like a double play, and like normally he would have been smoked out at first easily, and he's he's clean clean safe at first on the no double play. Yeah. Um. I uh, him stealing five bases. It's like he, he's I, stealing five, dude. If he's healthy, he's stealing five bags, and and successfully too. It's not even just attempts. Yeah. yeah this stealing. isn't steal attempts. This is five. He's gonna be five for fifty. 
<laughs> you can just tell that he loves the idea of stealing them. Yeah, because he's going to catch some people off guard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many... Okay, I'm going to go with the over as well here. <laughs> how, many, how many times do you think he'll be thrown out? If he steals five bags or just what do I think his total number of throwouts will be? Either. Ah, jeez. I think there'll be some conversations with him and Charlie. <laughs> like, hey, man, stop. So I think he's going to get thrown out. 10 times. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> now, I'm not saying like he'll only have five steals, but I think he's going to get thrown out 10 times. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going back. I'm going back to the under here. I, I, I don't see him stealing five bags. I'm going, I'm going under change it up here. He, he's lost weight even since spring training has started. It looks like to me anyway, he looks thinner now than the first time we saw him. So if that continues, like, you know, and that's a big if. If that continues, you're going to see that Guerrero athleticism. Oh, mangled that word. Hopefully people know what I'm trying to say. You're going to see that shine through. You're talking about like his dad's athleticism? Yeah. Okay. How many? In his blood, man. How many stolen bases did Vlad Sr. have in his career? I'm just curious about that. Vlad Sr. stolen bases... Oh, that's bad. It's tough to Google his dad now. It's always like, do you mean junior? You must it, mean junior. Yeah, it's really uh I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna waste my time looking at that. I'm sure he's got I'm sure he's got a good amount. Let's let's go with your your next one here. All right. I know what your answer to this is gonna be, but it's worth the question. Number of games played by George Springer, 99.5. That is going to be tough if it's under. That's, I mean, wow, we're really on the same page here. It's, 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 <laughs> it's funny to think of what my next over-under is here. I'm going to go over. I'm just going to, I have to. I really want him to yeah. play more than, more than 100 games <laughs> this yeah, season. I, 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 I am to be honest, like doubtful of it to some degree, but I also have to say over just to keep mentally, mentally solid about my hopes for the team. Yeah. I mean that missing, missing 62 games or more, I guess it's not crazy. That's missing two months though. Yeah. Oof. It would be Yikes. bad. I guess so. Especially in the an- first year of the contract. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They still haven't said officially if he's if he's not playing opening, right? I heard he was hitting off a tee, so that's something. I mean, that's putting some torque into the oblique as it is. So, yeah, I don't know. Either he's just stubborn as hell, or there's an outside chance that by Thursday they give him the go ahead. I would love that if they did. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, I mean. I'm thinking about the difference between hitting off a tee and trying to hit Garrett Cole's fastball and thinking about the different kind of uh, muscles that are being worked when you do one or the other. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I guess there, there, there still hasn't been an announcement. And that was kind of weird because I feel like I saw or heard they were like, yep, George Springer's not playing opening day. And then the next day it was like Ross Atkins still says that they haven't decided. I was like, okay. 
let's let's hold out hope. Hope George Springer's yeah. uh, hitting leadoff in in New York. Um, but let's keep on the let's keep on the George Springer train here. Number of different injuries for George Springer this season at two point five. Talking about different body parts, whole entirely different injuries. I mean, he's he's getting two for sure. Now, is he getting three? Let's see. He's getting a lower body injury. How many, though? Hmm. My mind's going through lower body, like quad. He's already got the oblique. Wrist? Ooh, wrist. Let me try to see. Like You overcompensate for the oblique. You swing two. That's two for sure. Uh, yeah, I got to go over. I got to go over. Yeah, I'm going over too. I, he's got one before the season even starts. He's getting two. He's getting two more. Yeah, maybe I should have made it higher. But uh, I mean, no, I think 2.5 is good. That, it, I mean, it. Because I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, he's got. If you had said 3.5, it was like an easy under for me. I was like, that's right. too many. That's too right. many to. Because I think he's getting three. So you, I, I wasn't even really thinking of counting the oblique, but I guess it makes sense. And I was thinking, oh, you weren't even thinking of counting the oblique. Oh, well, no, I think I, I it makes sense to count it. Or I'm thinking like it'll probably bark up again, where at least because ah, it's like ha, this oblique happened in spring training. So does it count? I guess it counts. It counts. If, it certainly counts if he doesn't play on oblique. Exactly. Day. Exactly. <laughs> So that makes it a bit more interesting. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, if he does play on opening day, for sure he's going to have like rest that's related to his oblique or something or like abdominal strain or whatever they're going to fucking call, whatever they're going to call it. Um, but yeah, he's going to get hit in the wrist or something with a pitch. That's going to be like a, 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 a left hand contusion, you know. Yeah. Maybe a yeah. calf strain, you know. Yeah, I don't know if he's totally. a calf guy. Man, you're any, thinking quads, anybody so. in their early 30s is like a calf Achilles knee guy. Like, yeah, it's totally inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with the next one. All right, this I I don't know how to word this, but mm -hmm. just stay with me on it. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, don't no, jump I, off I, the kayak. All right, games that Alejandro Kirk starts as a catcher that are more then Danny Jansen starts as a catcher, okay. 0.5. I've got this question as well, and I'll tell you how I decided to word it. Ratio of days as starting catcher for Kirk versus Jansen at 50%. Ratio? For, oh, I see, I see, I see. So it's basically... It's the same question. It's the yes. same question, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of liked the way that I worded it, you know? Are we thinking that, so if, if it's 50-50, are, are we going under, and this is from Kirk's perspective, so does Kirk start more games yeah. than James? Yeah, taking the over. You're, you're thinking Kirk's taking over that, that starting role, eh? Yeah, I think it's going to be one of the like great stories of the MLB season. I uh, I mean I couldn't agree more. I'm going I'm going with the over as well. I think wow. I think you've always uh, had a thing for Danny Jansen that I didn't fully understand. So I'm surprised by that. But I'm glad to see that you're coming in, into the light. I mean, Kirk's just blowing my mind. You know, I can't I yeah. I can't help it. And I think in my in my head, I'm kind of imagining like like 
by the end of this season, like Danny Jansen's almost like the, the Kyle Higashioka of the team. And he's just like the personal catcher over you because he's the only guy that can do it. And he's yeah, catching I mean, like he's catching like <clears throat> once or twice a week. We're putting a lot of pressure on Kirk to stay healthy, probably, but I'm willing to put that pressure on him. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, um, so does okay, that count I'll, as yours or mine? Let's let's count it as yours, and I'll I'll come at you with another Kirk one here. Um, Silver Slugger Awards for Alejandro Kirk at point five. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a crazy thing because so many catchers can't hit. Yeah, and this uh, is American League. Yeah, I know because it takes real Muto out of the mix yep. altogether. Yeah. So then, is Gary Sanchez gonna like get his shit together? Fuck no. Um, someone's banging it. Something. Um. If if what we said is true and that he plays that many games, you'd have to think that it's because his offense is taking him there. So if that is true, then this has a chance to be true. And I'm a dreamer, and I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. One. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the over two. I think he's. I think he's the 2021 American League Silver Slugger at catcher, Alejandro Kirk. I just and... feel like this is one of those things we look back on. Really. <laughs> God, we had so much hope. <laughs> it just turned into diarrhea so fast. Yeah. So the 2020 was Salvador Perez. Yeah. I think again, like, can he can he keep winning it? They. I saw they gave him another contract. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like was, four years. It was years like substantial. It was, it was like over fifty million, I think. Yeah, insane. Yeah, and I guess like he still he still mashes. He's. I don't but, know if he mashes. Well, he won a silver slugger. Yeah, well, like we said, there ain't too many catchers doing much. Uh huh. Well, I'm uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be Kirk. Here's one for you. Hmm. Number of big league contract extensions signed by one, Bo Bichette, two, Vladimir Guerrero in the 2021 year, the 2021 calendar year, 0.5. I'm going under. I don't think either of them are extending this year. Not you? even in the off season. Nah. Not even in the off season before Christmas or before the new year. <laughs> No, before Christmas. They won't even give us a Christmas present, eh? <laughs> they won't even do it for Christmas. Um, it is tough because it feels, it feels awkward to sign one of them. So it feels like, I don't know, man. If Vladdy goes out there and he's the starting first baseman of the All-Star team. Yeah, and easy. And he... Uh, is MVP top 10. You don't think they're going to want to throw a contract at him to avoid having to, you know, I mean, probably not a Tatis-like contract, but you don't think they're going to throw some money at him to try to get a deal on him? I imagine they already have. Same with Bo? I don't know. I think for sure they they, they want to do but that. They just haven't offered they wanna, enough. They want to do it regardless. Yeah, but you know it was like, it was like an Acuna offer though, I bet. I don't know. I don't think they can. I don't think they can insult, insult either of those guys like that. 
the families, the money that they already have. Like, I don't, I think they're, I think they're both going to free agency. We just have to hope that they'll come back to us. I'm scared already. Like, I already, like, <laughs> stay up at night thinking about them leaving us in free agency. <laughs> uh, I want to, yeah, yeah, fuck. I'm, I'm still just to, I'm, I'm going to say over. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that, that something happens. Um, I think if you start putting a three as the first number in the contract, I think one of them bites. Okay, well, we'll we'll see. I but obviously, like if Vladdy goes out and plays like shit and gets injured, and you know they're not going to do it then. No, that might but be the perfect time these... to do it. I think that's the only. I think that's the only time when when a contract extension does happen. Vlad continues hurt. I know. I'm just saying. I think I don't think Vladdy's signing an extension without him realizing that he's not going to be who he thought he was. I think if you put a three in it, he's like, eh, you can do this. When you say three, you mean like 300? Yeah. And Tatis was what, 314? 340? Something, okay. I think it's so 340 it's close. something. It's, it's, it's up there. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. Not even close. Not even okay. by next year at Christmas. <laughs> 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 when are we going to have a good Christmas? Um, okay, okay. Um, let's go with this one. Number of 2021 All-Stars on the playoff roster of the Blue Jays at 1.5. So wait, you're saying that you want me to tell you how many All-Stars are on the team only if they're a playoff team? I mean, by the time we get to the playoffs. So we've already had the trade deadline. We've had the possibility of adding an all-star. We know we have one. Every team has one, right? So this this question is in the assumption that we make the playoffs? Yes. Or that <laughs> it's it's the end of September, even if we didn't make the playoffs. You cut out there. What did you say? Even if even if okay. we don't make the playoffs, like at the end of September, post post-trade deadline, do we have more than one all-star on the team? From this, oh, so this year, the number the number is what? One point five. Over. Okay. Follow up here. We already know the, Vlad's one of them, right? We both we both decided Vlad's an all star. Who else is? Who else is in the all star game? Is it a guy already on the team, or are we trading for an all star? And I could pick like three, three guys right now on the team. Mm-hmm. Like if if things go according to plan. Yep. Yeah. Vladdy Bo, George Springer. Easy. Ryu. Vladdy Bo, Alejandro Kirk. George Springer, Bo Kirk. Um, Steven Matz, obviously, comeback player of the year. Easy. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, do they add somebody, though? I don't know. I don't know. That's, 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 that's really tough to, to guess at, see where, the, where they will be, what they will need, and what they can get. I don't know. Getting an all-star is, is tough. That's true. Getting that's a current all-star is very tough. Yeah, because um, it has to be, this. in that case, it's like the single really good player on a bad team who has an expiring contract and <laughs> yeah. you can add as a rental. 
or like you know maybe it was maybe Castillo was starting in the National League in that in that rotation and you got him or like a theoretically we might need another big time reliever you know maybe we go out and put the big 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 money out for a guy like Hader I don't know I don't know. just just throwing things out there <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like it I think I did this one last year but it's a longer season so the number has to be changed uh, so I thought about this for a really long time, and I think that the number that I came up with is is, is going to make you think. It's okay. going to make you think for sure. Number of times that Charlie Montoyo in a post, post-game press conference says the phrase, fun to watch. <laughs> now the number, <laughs> the number is 568. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't even, I haven't, listened or watched a single charlie montoyo presser yet but i'm assuming he's already said it like 10 times he, he's good for five times an interview for sure <laughs> um all right it's well, gonna I'm take gonna... a lot of research for us to go back and fact yeah, check this but... this is on you for sure i'm going <laughs> under i'm gonna think he's like in the 400 area <laughs> all right but i want i want you to try and figure out what the real number is at the end of the season if you will yeah well, i'll take the over um, okay. I think that's an easy over. I think I could have made the number higher. Um, as it is, 568, I'm going to coast to that. I'll be at that by June. Um, great. Okay. Do you want me to, I, I got I got a little choose your own adventure here. You want me to keep going Vladdy, keep keep hitting you with those? to, Or do you want me to go with a Bo Bichette one here? Hmm. We haven't talked a lot about Bo. Let's go Bo. Okay, I've got a couple Bobichette ones, but I'm I'm gonna start you out with the the juiciest, hottest take oh, I got the, on here. The, more than the beard one? It's a bit more than it's a bit hotter than the beard one. Okay. All right. Starts at second base for Bobichette with Marcus Simeon playing shortstop at point five. Ooh, 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 that's hot. That's scary. That's hot. <laughs> My initial response was that's an easy over, but then like if you just do it once, it says so much. I mean, if you do it once, you're probably doing it more than once. Yeah, isn't that the way with so many things? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how. Because it's not like it would be, you could never say, oh, Bo's uh, hurt. He's not playing shortstop. It's like, no, well, if he's hurt, he's not playing at all. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's something. What if Semyon is a dog's lunch at second base and he can only play shortstop? I mean, we, I feel like we already know that that's not the case. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is a question that's saying at some point in this year, do they say to Bo, look, we got this, we got this kind of, uh, all-star gold glove type shortstop and you're really not doing so hot and uh listen we're gonna oh, we're gonna start marcus shit. i mean he didn't look good today no um, that's what's what that's when i came up with him i, was no, I have today. one for i had one for that too i was like running i was like oh um oh that that's so tough it's such a sneaky little over under because i'm just putting myself in that situation it's awkward it's so awkward and like, if Semyon's only going to be here for a year, do you do that? But if like maybe halfway through the year, it's like, oh, we've extended Semyon to 
you know, whatever, two more years, then, uh, then you might do it. Oh, I'm going to take the over. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, I feel like maybe it's even Bo that goes to them and says, you know, I just, I mean, no, there's no way he's doing that, but at some point, no, I don't think there's a way, but they will portray it like, ah, we just want to take some time off of his feet. (laughs) It's like, no, because I feel like the team is better that way construct obviously we've never i've never seen bo michette play second base but i've seen marcus play shortstop and i've seen bo play shortstop and i yeah. feel like i would rather see marcus as our starting shortstop every day at this point i don't i don't know i feel like yeah. doesn't bo almost seem worse well it's like we were talking about last episode i just wonder how much of a thing it is with him now that it's been talked about all off season. And then there's a guy who's better than him mm-hmm. <laughs> playing, um, you know, playing second base. Uh, well, I'll just do my number that I came up with for this errors committed by Bo Bichette in 2021, 19.5. That's a, ooh. I'll still go under. I'll still go under there. Oh, that's, I mean, he can get like two in a game easy. Yeah. But that's a lot of errors. Yeah. It's not an an unseen amount of errors. Like players get that amount of errors. Like Devers gets more than that a year. Devers gets like 25. Yes. But Devers is the second worst third baseman of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there's some other guys that hang out in that 20 error range. Right. I guess Simeon started there, right? His first season at shortstop, yeah. he had he had that kind of numbers. I mean, shortstops get a lot of balls hit to them, man. Yeah, like he had make one, a lot of throws, and his throws are what half of those are going to be. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No, maybe I will go over because I can see him. Well, I'm trying to errors sometimes mess me up you know i'm like that really seemed like an error and then they don't charge it and other times they do charge an error and i'm like i didn't i don't know but you can you can see i mean the one he made today throwing it back to the pitcher like he 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 makes the errors on the times when he's really trying to just like show off you know times when you just like a a more veteran player just holds on to the ball doesn't throw it to the pitcher with back try and make the double play with zoic fucking flailing his way onto the first base and (laughs) his gangly like seven foot frame trying to bend over and reach back for it but he probably feels like he has something to prove and he'll probably keep trying no that's what i'm saying (laughs) he'll probably keep trying to prove that point and those errors are gonna tack right out yeah, so we're both going over it. I think so. He's gonna make over twenty errors. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe at maybe at error twenty is when he starts his first uh, game at second base. The handshake deal that he has with Simeon. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because I I still feel like Bobichet's like my possibly my favorite player on the team and like. I find him more exciting to watch sometimes than, than Vlad. Vlad, he's my favorite player, and I've seen him duff all yeah. kinds of shit yeah. on the field. I mean, it just happens. Sometimes the people you love hurt you the most. That's yeah, true. It's true. Okay, hip, wait, did you just... Yeah, you just gave me that one. 
Yeah, I just give you that. Okay, what else we got here? Um, okay. Um, Bobachet batting average at 299.5. <laughs> the exact same thing for Vladdy. So, um, uh, fuck, under. Okay. He's going to have a good offensive year, but I think he's going to finish in like the 280, the 280 range. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think he'll be close to 300. I don't, he hit over 300 last season, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think he's, he might have hit over 300 as a big leaguer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to be incredible, but I think, I don't know, actually. He could, he could still really easily hit over. 300 he went oh yeah he could for sure this isn't like i know i said it fast but i just it's just more likely he doesn't probably yeah you know? it's it's really difficult these days to hit 300 yeah but uh i mean he's been looking awesome the last like since our last episode when we were like or two episodes ago when we were like yeah. talking like what's up with boba shit <laughs> i know just now he finished he finished spring 313 damn <laughs> Damn, have you ever seen him pull a home run before? Like, does he pull home runs? Uh, yeah, I think I've seen it. I know what you mean. Like, he's, like, so good at that right center uh, bomb. Like but everything I've, he does. He's definitely, I've definitely seen him pull a home run because I've seen, I can see it in my mind, just crushing a pull home run and sort of doing a little flip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, yours then. Wait, did I say, uh, did I commit? I'm going. Yeah, we both went under. He's yeah, hitting under 300. Under. Yeah, I got a, I got a bunch more here. Um, let's do this one right now. Wins for the team. Wins for the 2020 Toronto Blue Jays, 89.5. Over, baby. Ooh. Big, big over. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Fucking bringing out that bag of smashed misfits for a pitching for a starting rotation. You're mm-hmm. going over. All right. mm-hmm. I'm thinking we're like 93, 94. Not not wow. too much over 90, but like, I think we're getting we're getting to that threshold. Even if Springer doesn't play a hundred games. And- well, I didn't. I don't <laughs> think I chose that option. Oh, no, yeah, you did take the over. Um, <clears throat> I'm taking the over too. I'm not going to be as bold as saying 93, 94, but uh, 91. Then (laughs) they're going to be a 90 win team. That's all I'm committing to at this point. Okay. Okay. Um, well, on that note, let's, let's get something. Let's get another hot one here, but in in a, in a, in a feel good way, Vladimir Guerrero jr. Batting title at 0.5. <laughs> oh shit. Saying Man. saying get out of here, DJ. Get we don't need you around here anymore. I'm hitting I'm hitting almost four hundred this season. He's so dynamic offensively. He he can hit to all parts of the field and right now his eye looks locked in. He's not chasing. He's doing his like Vladdy special, smoking it down the right field line past the first baseman. He's hitting rockets into the gap. He's hitting line drives to the fence. He's hitting bombs. He's a little bit faster, so he's going to get the odd like infield single that he wouldn't have got last year. Even when Vladdy was like shit, he was hitting 270. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Over. <laughs> <laughs> He's winning a batting title. He's winning a batting title. He's going to be a silver slugger. He's going to be MVP top 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the under here. I don't think he's going to win the batting title this season. I think it's You coming. set me up, Eamon. I thought we were in that together. You set me up. Well, if you if you had said no, I might have said yes. Yeah, and now we do have to change this up. We've been far too agreeable. Uh, starts for Steven Matz. 9.5. Now we're getting into that territory of things that are like uh, sounding like at the letters over unders that I'm just <laughs> like these <laughs> these kind of real stat based logic well, ones. Not not really. Like I'm just giving it enough starts that he'd have to be not absolute. I think uh, that's an easy over to me. An easy over. So he goes out, he lets up six runs, and they're like, okay, no problem. Go out again. Ooh, six more runs. Okay, no problem. Six, five, five, ten, five. Wow. And it's like, how many times do you do that? Because he's looked great in the spring training, and I'm all for him being comeback player of the year. You've but, really stamped that, I think. I, I absolutely have. But now but, you're trying to convince me that he's going to be getting shells for five and six runs. I mean, his history would be on the side of that. Yeah. I think that given the options that we have and the potential that he's shown this season and the money that we've committed yeah, to him. Four million bucks? Who cares? Yeah, I guess you're right. You're guess, I guess you're right. I'm still thinking. But here's the deal. Oh, Stephen Mass is just not ha making it happen in Toronto. He's gotten shelled again tonight, and they've sent him down to AAA, and they're calling up Alec Manoa to take his spot in the starting rotation. And then you like might not even see him again. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm even know if he has options. I don't even know if he could be sent down to AAA. I don't even know how that works. I don't think he could. I'm assuming he's been in the big leagues for like six years, hasn't he? Yeah. So, but I guess like they could say, oh, he's hurt. Right, right, right. I'm still going with the over. I think it's easy to to make 10 starts in a season for a guy who's doesn't seem to have anyone. There's not even any discussion that his place is in jeopardy. You know, you still have to, you have to be worse than Tanner Roark. You have to be worse than Ross Stripling. You know, there's like a bunch of dudes that, <laughs> that have to, you have yeah, to be you, worse than to not have be getting to be, a place on this You team. have to be remarkably bad. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem. And that's also why your 93-94 is, that's going to be tough to do. Well, I mean, Matt's is... He's making more than 10 starts, and they're going to be... I think he might have more than 10 quality starts. <laughs> Jacob just made the same face that he made when he came up with over-underdogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got you got something else? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Um, hmm. Got some more Vladdy ones. Anything else there? Yeah, this one's fun. Um... <laughs> Number of new children Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> has this season at 0. 0.5. <laughs> uh, 
You think he's having a kid this season? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. I got to go. I got to go under on that. I can't. I can't, man. You think he's 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 not having a kid this season? I just think we won't know about it. Or is this just factual regardless of our knowledge about it? Like you're just saying... You're just saying that there is a kid that exists that is his that was born in this calendar year. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, man. I probably already had one. He's probably had two in spring training. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, how, how do we find out? Like, yeah, I guess he doesn't post it on Instagram. I don't know. Uh, ugh. Fuck. That's tough. Uh, under. Under. Yeah. He's, he's locked in. He's focused. It's, uh, it's time to play some ball. All right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going over. I think he's <laughs> <laughs> going think over. He's... It's a clear over. Probably put it at 6.5. And then uh... <laughs> I think he's having another kid this season. That's all I'm yeah, saying. I mean, he obviously is, Jacob. Let's, <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Um, hmm. I feel like most of these we've already discussed at this point. Just trying to lock in some editing time here for me, right, Dave? Yep. I'm just going to put some dead air up here while I hum and ha. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have anything else that's worth, that's worth it. I have the Vladdy batting average 299, but man, we already I feel like we've talked that to death at this point. We basically mm-hmm. made him a Hall of Fame player. So why would we? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I've got a couple, one or two more here that I think are, are fun. Um, number of different hair colors on Lourdes Gurriel Jr. at 2.5 this season. I don't know if you noticed his like grayish blue color that he's starting the season off this year with. Well, if that's the case, I didn't notice that. I was actually going to say, I feel like he's stuck to this sort of blonde for a while, but if you're saying he's starting out gray blue, then he's for sure doing at least one more. So that's two and you're putting it at what? 2.5. Yeah. Uh, we got to go over. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he'll probably do like a pink thing for mother's day or something like that. And then, you know, then he might even just do his regular color. Yeah. But is his regular color count as a color? Um, I mean, I think it would count as a color if he went like natural Brown, like if it didn't have blonde, I think we can say his baseline is blonde, like whatever Pina power thing he does. That that doesn't count. So we're talking. It's gonna be, oh, oh, that doesn't count. So I if he goes from this gray blue back to that, that doesn't count. I think whatever he starts the season with is that, and then if it changes, that's another one. Even if he goes back okay, to the blonde, okay, that's, that's still, fair. That's fair. His hair's not naturally blonde like that, so it's a color that he's putting in. You're right. The amount of times he goes to a hair salon and says, "I want this color." <laughs> But so, if he like, sh- if he were to ever, not that he ever would do this, but if he were to ever like shave his head and go down to the nuts and bolts of his actual hair color, does that count? I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, then over for sure. Yeah, I'm going over too. I think he's gonna have at least at least three hair colors this season. Um, okay, let's let's. This is I think my last one here. Tanner Roark ERA at eight point one. Over. 
<laughs> what are you thinking? You I think thinking? that's the. Oh, didn't you hear me? I said over right away. No, I uh, know, yeah. but. Oh, like, what am I thinking? Is ERA going to be? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 15? <laughs> Six, 16? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, let me really think about this. Uh, I think it's a fair number, you know? What did you say? 8 point what? 8.1. <laughs> Weird number. Um, oh, it makes me sick to say under. It makes me just, and what makes me sick to say under is that if I say under and then he goes over, it's like, ugh, I even like sort of believed in you and you still betrayed me, you wallaby. Maybe um, I should make it, I should make it a bit better. I should make it. Seven. He finished last season at six point eight six. So, let's let's make it seven. If he goes think, under, he could still be worse than last year. <laughs> here's the thing. I think there's a chance that he goes into the bullpen. Okay. And I think if he goes into the bullpen, you know, so anybody can come in in an inning and like just get three outs and just be like, whoops. Oh, the hitters weren't paying attention, or oh, they just smoked uh, three hundred mile an hour ground balls at the at the infielders or whatever. So yep. I think that could lower his right. If if he's stays a starter the whole year, I'm taking the over. If he goes into the bullpen, I'm taking the under. Ooh, see, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty. It can really depend on when you when when with a reliever when you get caught caught out, you know, because I feel like a reliever can come in and have one bad outing. And it's like four runs happen in one inning, so then it like really inflates because you don't have the the innings to spread it out over. Yeah, but think about this: you got all these pitchers for the Jays before him that are you know like trying to get people out, like throwing the ball hard, and like they're they're breaking pitches break, and you know they're putting in a concerted effort to try to get outs, and then all of a sudden Tanner Roark comes in, and they're like, ah, fuck, he's just throwing it right down the middle, super slow. Uh, and they're like thrown for a minute. And so it's just like when a position player comes in and they throw it and the batters like fly out or they just like hit line drives. Right. I think he could benefit from sort of that type of quality. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I'm, I'm going over again as well. Over seven. Ooh, that's a rough time. Is Tanner Roark the, the Travis Shaw of this season? Do you think for me? Well, I mean, he was arguably the Travis Shaw of last season, too. <laughs> so, I mean... Almost more than Travis Shaw. Yeah, like when you just said Travis Shaw, I was sort of like, oh, I'd rather have Travis Shaw. Would you... Okay, right now, uh, the Blue Jays are going to trade. The offer is Travis Shaw for Tanner Roar. Now, Not even close. Yeah, because we need pitchers and we have no pitchers and we need a starter, but... How much of that is actually based on the ability of both players or just your hate of Travis Shaw? Because mm. you hate Travis Shaw like I hate Tanner Rower, and neither of us fully understand why. Yeah. And I mean, I also hate Tanner Rowark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, I mean, who likes him? Put your hand up. Uh, like, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I still feel like the, the anger that I would feel seeing Travis Shaw at third base would yeah. still like surpass like sitting through a an, a start of Tanner Roark. Yeah, I just saw Travis Shaw in my mind on third base, just smiling, just oh. like, oh, "Were you having a good time, buddy?" 
Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't handle that. Couldn't at least Travis. At least uh, Tanner Roark just has like a dumpy, serious look on his face all the time. Like yeah. always seems sort of miserable. And I'm like, yeah, you should be. So that that is helpful for Tanner Roark to be like that. All right. Well, uh, that concludes the uh, the over slash underdogs of. Uh, the Blue Jays 2021 season on here on underdogs. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. It's uh, you know, it's been, it's a little bit different. I hope it was a little bit more entertaining than, uh, than uh, your, your, your usual. Maybe, maybe it wasn't serious enough for you guys, but you know, at the letters is there. You guys can go, go listen to their, their uh, fun, real fun show that they put on with the, with the overs and unders. <laughs> <laughs> with the all overs and unders there yeah once you go once you go listen to that we're getting real defensive at the end of this <laughs> um i love at the letters i'm i'm just i'm just teasing what are your plans for opening day jacob you gonna watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah th- thursday at one i'm not, i don't know i might have stuff to do <laughs> um i don't i don't know i don't have i don't have plans maybe maybe we should try and figure something out yeah, maybe you should put your TV in uh, your yard again. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it was a good idea last time when it started raining. That's yeah, that's true. Um, in any case, um, opening day is coming up, and yeah. underdogs, we're gonna we're gonna be here for you. the the most The most fun Blue Jays show in in town. Um, be sure to continue to um, message us, follow us on Twitter. You know, at Underdogs Canada, be sure to subscribe. We appreciate you subscribing or, or following whatever it is for Spotify. I think it's follow. I don't I don't know what that means. Download the shows. Tell your friends about the shows. Just keep keep listening. We appreciate it. And uh, we will. Be, I don't know what when. I'm guessing we'll record a show on Friday or 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 on Thursday after opening after opening day maybe. I know, we'll figure that out and we'll uh, we'll let you know follow on Twitter to to get the updates and uh, have a glorious day everybody.